Hallelujah. Now I think we are all well. The Bible says, count, count it all joy. He said, count, reckon yourself dead to sin. It, it does not mean that uh, you will feel dead to sin. He said, reckon yourself, count yourself dead to sin. So it's a quality decision that you make, that you decide that you are dead to sin because you believe what Jesus has done. Even if you don't feel it, you decide. And the moment you do that, sin will not be appealing to you anymore because you have decided you are dead to it. Hallelujah. So, for the year 2022, before I even say the theme of the year, I want to give you a key. A key in the year 2022 that's going to help you. And I believe that that key has been neglected by the church or by us many times. We talk about everything, but we don't talk about that key. And I'm going to talk to you about that. In the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter number 1, verse 1 uh, to 4, and we're going to read verse also 8. Uh, can, I, can we take our reading? Are you, are you blessed? Please, listen carefully, eh? because tonight is a night where God brings his oracle through his words. And if you miss this, then you have missed on the oracle of God already. Joshua chapter number one, I want to read from verse one to four. He said, after the death of the passing of Moses, the servant of the Lord, Mm, let me read from here so that you can. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Let's read it again. Let's go back. Let's go back to verse 1. I want to change a bit. At the eve of a year, 2022. <laughs> God spoke to us and says, the year 2021 is dead. <laughs> so, so, so the good thing of something that is dead is that it's buried with all its trouble and its goodness. Hallelujah. So he said, my servant is dead. And it said, it came to, God said to Joshua, son of Nun, and he says to him, verse 2, Moses, 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 my servant, is dead. Like I said, 2021 is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Say, arise. arise. Now, arise means that you need to get up from your position where you were. No, you need to do something in order to forsake what was behind. He said, arise, because some people are sitting with a grief of last year, and God is telling them to move on. Now, we are, we, are, we are so mindful of your pain. But let me tell you something that your pain may be a propeller, not a something that keeps you back. So every pain in your life may be a propeller in your life. So he said, now therefore arise, go over this Jordan. It means go over this year 2022. You and all these people to the land which I am giving to them. So 2022 is a land. Oh, say to your neighbor, 2022 is a land. Say it again as you believe it. He said, the children of, 
giving them to the children of Israel. Let me, let me rephrase it again, that I'm giving it to you, to the children of divine, or the associate of divine. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. People, I, I, I wish you understand what I'm saying. Tonight I came to decree. The Bible says you shall decree a thing and it shall come to pass. And I want you to know that every declaration here will find its fulfillment if you believe. Now, how many of you were here when I told you that we will have this evening service, we will not mind about all these curfews and stuff? Didn't I tell you here? We are not sitting here. Okay. 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 So I'm saying the same again. I'm saying the same again. Let's continue the reading. He said, every place. <laughs> Say every place. It means that the place is not, is not something that is fixed. It means that you have a choice of a place. It gives you a territory. And you say, in that territory, you can explore it. So every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. So God is saying, every place that you tread upon, he didn't say, I will give it to you. He said, I have given. So the problem is not you getting a place. The problem is you discovering you, discovering that you have a place. So he said, when you step in that place, you will discover, I have given it to you. So, 2022 is already given to you. I, I, I hope I hear an amen here. I said 2022 is already given to you. Say 2022 is given to me. Hallelujah. Then he started to, 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 to say the vastness of the place. He said from the place, then, then verse 4, from the wilderness. <laughs> I love this. Can I give you a revelation here? God gives you a place with everything. Even the wilderness is part of a gift. Yes. He didn't give a place just the waterland. He said even the wilderness is a gift to you. Because you can turn the wilderness into a watered land. Yes. That's what Lord doesn't understand. When Abraham said to Lord, choose for yourself a place, he chose Sodom. Ah. He thought Sodom area was so green. Let me go there. And then Abraham was left with a dry land. God said, Abraham, now look up. Look up. It means that don't look at the place. Look at the one that is giving you the place. Uh -huh. Because he's able to change the wilderness into a watered land. Uh, 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 listen, listen, listen. God can send you a, to a place where people say it curse, but at the contact of your person, it turns into a blessing. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. One day they say a house had demon in them; it was haunted. And the Christian says, "Why anyone is not staying here?" They say, "You, when you stay there, demons come." He said, "That is a, an opportunity for a cheap rent." Because no one wanted, but I wanted. He went into the place, demon left, he stayed. 
So God said, from the wilderness, let's go on. From the wilderness, and this as far as a great river. So from the wilderness to even the river, Ephrath, all the land of the Atid, and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. God gave it with everything. Mm -hmm. Then let's read verse 8. Then he's giving now the key. He said, I have given it to you, but you need to possess it. Because there is a difference between giving and possession. I can give you something that you might not never possess. Do you understand? So God said to Joshua, I'm going to give you a key how to possess it. He said, this book, say this book, of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and have good success. God is saying to Joshua, I am not going to make your way prosperous. I have given you the land you now you make your way prosperous. But this, that's why some of you are frustrated. Because you are praying, oh Lord, make me prosperous. God is not going to make you prosperous. Yeah, because he has given you the tools to be prosperous. Imagine I give my son money to go and buy bread and he gets uh, to the bakery and he calls me and says, Dad, please help me buy the bread. And I say, son, you can buy it. No, dad, you don't understand. I need your help. As I'm standing here, oh, dad, please help me. And we are conversing over the phone, and I'm trying to explain to my son, no, you can reach out to your pocket because the money is in your pocket and buy the bread. Say, no, no, dad, you don't understand. I need you here to buy the bread. So some of you are praying the wrong prayer. And that's why we are not, you are not going anywhere. And you think the Bible is not true. Listen, the wrong application of the Bible makes it void. Hallelujah. So, so God says, meditate. Say, everybody say meditate. Say meditation. Now, the word medication is a Hebrew word, agar. Meditation is a powerful word. So, Christians do this. They don't meditate. You know what we do? We teach you how to speak the word. But that is the end byproduct of meditation. So, if you speak the word and you skip the beginning of meditation... It doesn't work. You become like a witch. Yes. So meditation. Somebody say meditation. I want to take you to the art of meditation tonight because that's what will make your way prosperous in 2022. Hallelujah. It's not a prophecy that will make your way prosperous. 
No. No, 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 no. The people of Israel were prophesied to. They didn't receive, receive the benefits of the prophecy. No. The prophecy can be true, but you fail to enter it. Because you don't mix what you hear with faith. So tonight, I'm not here to just prophesy. I'm here to show you the way. Somebody say amen. amen. I want to show you the way. Mm-hmm. I want to show you the way. You know, if I blindfold you and I take you to a place, I take you to Johannesburg and I drop you in the mall, in one of the biggest malls there, and then you finish, I blindfold you and I come and I drop you in room 14. The question is, did you enjoy the mall? No. I say when I get there, I untie you, you spend your whole day there, you buy everything you want to buy, then I... I blindfold you again and bring you back. Did you enjoy the mall? But can you go there again? So when you enjoy prophecy without the way to get there, it's like that. (laughs) We we blindfold you in the spirit, bring you to a place. You enjoy so much. And then we take you back. And when you are alone, you don't know what to do. So I'm not if one of those prophets that is here and just prophesying, prophesying. No, I don't do that. I show you the way. So that you may go there yourself. Because if I teach you the way, you can go where I am. Jesus says, Jesus says, I'm going to my father. You know the way. They say, we don't know you. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Anyone that goes through me goes to the father. They say, now you are talking openly. He said, because if you know the way, you can go where I am. So my mission is to show you the way. So meditation. Have you realized that many of the Eastern religion base many of the things on meditation? I went to a country and I was shocked. I saw a man that was standing like this for some time and he won't move. And I said, but this is a demonic power. What is he doing? And the Holy Spirit told me, although it's not me, but I want to teach you something. This man, man is applying the art of meditation. He just does it the wrong way. Because meditation can transport you into another realm of glory. That's why Satan wants you to be so noisy. Because it does not want you quiet. Because when you are quiet, you think. Hallelujah. Some of you are afraid of being alone. You have a gift of talking. (laughs) Sometimes you need to shut your mouth. And sit on your bum and think. Hallelujah. So, meditation. There are three steps in meditation. The first step is called the step to think. To think about something. To think about something. You see, in that way that the devil got us, he trades our thinking into worries. Because every time people think they are worrying, 
Instead of, instead of thinking of God's ability, they are thinking of a lack. So the first step of meditation is to think hmm, the word of God. Philippians chapter number 4 verse 8 says, Let everything that is pure, true, lovely, of good report, let such thing be the subject of your thinking. So, so, so you need to understand that the word of God that you read, you need to sit and think about the word of God. So what does worry does? Worry shows you a dark outcome. Because worry shows you that there won't be any, any outcome, good outcome. Then you start to worry. And you see, when you worry, you can't get that thing out of your mind. You think about it over and over. Jesus says, do not worry. Because Jesus understood that worry cut the supplies from heaven. He said, when you worry, when you worry, he said, your father knows, so do not worry. Do not worry about food. Do not worry about clothing. Do not worry about anything. But seek first the kingdom. So you need to come to a place where your mind is busy with the word of God. Oh, you think of the word of God. You think of what God says in his word. And when you think of the word of God, the second step of worries is, of, of, of meditation is called to matter the words or to murmur. <laughs> you see, you come to the place of murmuring the words. It's a place where you speak under your breath. No one knows what you're saying. Where you are speaking, greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world. But you are speaking to yourself. I am so blessed. I am highly favored. The Lord is with me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. The Lord is the strength of my life. Now, you are thinking of those things. Where is worry coming from? So you come to a place where you utter the things of God under your breath. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, the last, let's say the first step of meditation is when you start to speak it out loud. It's called the speaking faith. It happened in the book of Mark, chapter number 11, verse 23. Or let's start from verse 20. On verse 20, the Bible says, on the next day, returning, they saw the fig tree dried up. And Peter, remembering, said to the master, Master, look, the fig tree which you've cursed have withered. The Bible says that in the verse 23, Jesus said to Peter, he said to Peter, verse 22, he said, have faith in God, verse 22. Verse 23 says, I tell you, if you say to this mountain, be thy removed and be cast into the sea and do not doubt in your heart, but believe that those things you say should happen, you shall have whatever you say. So, so you see, when you start to think of a word, it will come out as, as you are, you are, you know what? Have you realized that the Bible says we have a sheep of his pasture? You know the scripture? Where the Bible says we have a sheep of his pasture. You know that one of the attributes of a sheep, of the quality of a sheep, is, is, is to ruminate. You know the word ruminate means? Uh, to, when the sheep eats, the sheep has a pocket in which it goes. Because the sheep does not have time to digest everything. So there is a pocket into the tummy of the, fish, the sheep where the food goes. And when he's alone, he brings it out at the back of his throat and he starts to chew it slowly. They say he's ruminating. Now, what the word is saying is that before even you can speak, 
you must bring the word from your spirit and start to speak it. Oh, that, don't worry, it's just water. It's that, people are worried for anything. I don't know why human beings are like that. That is water. It will never become a pool. So relax. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> so, so you, you, start to, you, you start to bring out the word of God that you read and you start to ruminate it. You start to say it. And then when it becomes too much, you say it out loud. Now he said, he said, meditate so that you may do. Because the end result of meditation is to do. But you are not doing it out of pressure. You are doing it out of something inside of you that moves you to do. So when you start to think of the word of God, and you start to utter the word of God inside of you, and you, you speak it forth, it ends up into doing it. He said, this is the key. Hallelujah. No, I don't want to take all your time. I will just give you an example how to meditate. Hallelujah. I want to do it practical so that you can know. Now, let me show you a scripture in the book of, <laughs> in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 6, verse 17. Can we read that? 1 Corinthians 6, 17. So that's why you see, there is no such a thing as this man of God is so anointed. It's a lie. Listen, you are quiet. It's a lie. I'll tell you why it's a lie. There is no such a thing. There is people that know how to work the word of God. That's all. So if you know how to navigate through the word, I know there are different callings, but it's different. I know what is going in your mind. But Elisha asked for double portion of the anointing. <laughs> Daddy. But can I submit to you that what Elisha was asking was not anointing. He was not asking for anointing. No, he was asking for something else. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Say amen with me. Amen. Now, you must understand that Elisha understood scripture. And Elisha understood that in the book of Deuteronomy, the Bible says that the firstborn shall inherit double portion. And now the double portion qualifies him to be the, the heir of a father. So a double portion means that you are the one that stepped into the shoes of your father when he's not there. It's a double portion of your spirit, not anointing, your spirit. Don't turn it to anointing. He said, I want the double portion of your spirit. Because Elijah had many sons. And all of them were candidates to take the place when Elijah goes. So Elijah was asking him, I want to be the head prophet when you go. Now Elijah told, Elijah told me, you are asking something difficult, but if you see me, how, why do you say if you see me? Because if you can see me, it means God has opened your eyes to take my place. So when the prophet saw, they didn't see anything, and Elijah saw him, they came and bowed to Elijah, they said, you are now the head prophet. 
So he was not asking for anointing. He was asking for position. Come on. Somebody say, come on. Why do you feel the Bible say Jesus is the firstborn among many brothers? Do you think he's talking about natural birth? No. Jesus, when Jesus was born, Mary was already born. <laughs> Otherwise, she couldn't give birth to him. So the Bible says he was the firstborn, meaning he's the heir of the father. So the notion of firstborn talks about inheritance. Hallelujah. So, men of God, sometimes we make you think as if we are highly anointed that you cannot come where we are. No, it's the word of God. Anyone that knows how to divide this word right will do exploit with God. He will walk in the fire of the Holy Ghost like never before. It's up to you to decide. Some even scare you. You cannot deliver this demon. This demon is higher than you. Come on. They are all over the place. Telling you that this demon has a high ranking. You, you, you can't do this. It will kill you. But you are born again. What is higher ranking than we were born again? Come on now. Come on now. So, let's read 1 Corinthians 6, 17. He said, but he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Do you hear this? I, oh, I, I don't think you hear it. Do you hear this? Uh, no, read it again. One, two, three. Let's read it. Do you understand this one? There's no, you, these are the things you need to meditate on it. Because he said, if you have joined yourself to the Lord, it means if you are born again, you are one spirit with Christ Jesus. Oh, so you start to meditate. Wow, I am one spirit with him. My Lord, my Lord, I am one spirit with the Lord. I, then you start to, to develop that. Then you start to speak it out. And then you say, because I'm one spirit with the Lord, I will do what he did. I will walk. I will walk in the grace that he walked. I will, when I touch the sick, they will, be, they will be healed. I'm going in the power of the spirit. Like Jesus went in the power. You, you, <laughs> you, I am one spirit with him. I am one spirit with him. Who is Satan? I am one spirit with him. Oh, I am one spirit. I am one spirit with a great I am. I am one. Remember even say we are coerced with Christ Jesus. So I am one spirit with Christ Jesus. That's how you think. When you go to pray for a sick, please heal him. No, I am one spirit with him. He said, I do nothing unless I see the Father doing it. So Jesus was saying, I am one spirit with the Father. So when Jesus was going to do things, he was not stressed. Because he knew he had once, he was once free with the Lord. Yo. Some of you are still praying, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. He must come where? <laughs> Haven't you read that he has already come? 
Haven't you heard that he dwells in you? No, haven't you heard that, that the Holy Spirit dwells in you? 1 Corinthians 6, 1 Corinthians 1, he said that you have a tabernacle of the Holy Spirit. You have a temple of the Holy Spirit. So you meditate. Wow, you meditate. Holy Spirit, you dwell in me. I walk with you. When I go, the glory appears. No, I don't pray for glory to come anymore because the glory is within me. So you think like that. When I go into a place, glory is there. When I lay hands, something will happen because greater is he that is in me than the one that is in me. When you meditate, you are not an orphan anymore. The spirit of orphan has gone from you because you know how to meditate. I have eternal life in me. First John 5, 11. He said that I, that I have eternal life. John chapter number 4, verse 25. He said, I, I have eternal life. The life of Christ is in me. The life of Jesus is in me. That's what your Bible tells you. The life of God is in you. So these are things that you think about over and over and over. That, that, stop thinking about your bills and stuff. It will depress you. It will kill you. Because you can't do something about it. By thinking your salary does not increase. So what is it? Have you, ever incre- have you ever seen a salary increase because you worry? Or is anyone getting healed because you worry? So why do you worry about things that don't change? F- f- turn your attention to the true meditation. You sit there and you start to think. You are deep in your thought. But what you are thinking about is that the Lord is in me. I am a child of God. I am born again. Oh, I'm born into royalty. The great I am dwells in me. You don't pray with depressing prayers. Lord, come, Lord, come, Lord, come. That's why you, you never, people are funny. Lord, come, 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 come away. <laughs> He's not your child. Come here. Come here. Oh, Lord, come. Oh, Lord, come. You don't read your Bible. That's why you pray those prayers. He said, me and my father, we have come and make our dwelling in you. You are come. Come. Hey, 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 hey. First Corinthians chapter number one, verse nine. Let's quickly go. First Corinthians one nine. Do, do you know how to meditate? You think deep thought of the word of God, then you start to speak it within you, and then you speak it out. He said, God is faithful. Somebody say, God is faithful. By whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus. Ha! Look at the scripture like this. It solves all your problems. He said, God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son. The word fellowship means co-sharers. 
with participation. Meaning, what belongs to him belongs to me. And he said, God is faithful. He has called you into that fellowship. What are you thinking about? I am called into the fellowship of his son. I am in that fellowship. People say, I'm in the fellowship of divine. I'm in the fellowship of that church. I'm in that fellowship. I'm in that fellowship. And when you belong to a fellowship, you feel part of a fellowship. When things happen there, you take part of it. But now you are in the fellowship of the son. You are co-sharers. You, you, have, you have come to divine nature. The Bible says he has given you his divine nature. He has given you his divine abilities. So Jesus say, I'm going to heaven. I give you my divine abilities. I dwell in you and I walk in you. So people will not see me, but they will see you. So when you appear, it's me appearing. But I say, if Jesus was here, what would he do? He would do what I'm doing. Because he's in me. You need to change your mind for next year. Yeah, say, I am so blessed. So I refuse to be stressed. Say, the answer is in me. Greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world. So there is no sickness. There is no stress in Christ Jesus. Look at somebody like that. The wave was beating against the boat. He was sleeping. Ah! You are drowning, sleeping. They wake him up and he was frustrated because he was having a nice nap. In the midst of the waves. Can I shock you? Peter, in the book of Acts 12, the Bible says he was arrested and he was kept bound and he was sleeping. He knew that when he gets out of the prison, they will kill him. He was sleeping. Hey, if it was you and me. <laughs> nightmares upon nightmares. In that night, you will see your head be gone. <laughs> you will wake up sweating. Oh, Lord. Lord, where are you? Peter was sleeping. While, while they were praying for him, he was sleeping. He was not even praying for himself anymore. He has come to a place to understand that Christ is my life. In death or life, I shall glorify him. And worry was gone. And the Bible said, Peter was so sleepy that when the angel came in and hit him, and he said, stand up, Peter thought it was a dream. That's how fast asleep he was. I mean, he was walking. The Bible said that the gate opened. And Peter thought, oh, I'm still in a dream. But he was walking. What a nice dream. <laughs> and they came to a gate that opens to the city. Oh, that's a revelation right there. There are some gates in your life. When they open, you go to the city. And I'm praying that those gates may open tonight in front of you. There are some gates. When they open, you enter, you enter destiny. This, that's why we call it a night of destiny. Today, a gate is going to open in front of you so you can step into the thing. Ay, 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 ay. Woo! A 
a gate is going to open so that you can enter even into ministry. Oh my God, a gate is going to open. You enter the grace of miracle like never before. I say a gate is going to open. The gate to the city. The gate to the city. Somebody say the gate to the city. There is one gate that stands between you and destiny is being opened tonight. Look at when you talk like that. You can't be depressed. But when they ask you, how are you? Ah. (laughs) Must I tell you the truth? Or must I pretend? Because I know I must speak positive. But I don't feel like that anymore. So what must I do? See, speak. But what you don't understand that what you are speaking is not the truth. It is true, but it's not the truth. Because the truth has a name. His name is Jesus. So when you say, must I speak the truth? And we say yes, and you open your mouth to speak nonsense. You are not speaking the truth. You are speaking truth, but not the truth. Because Jesus is the truth. Is the way, the truth, and the life. So when you say, must I speak the truth? Speak Jesus. Ah, speak Jesus. Let your heart be filled with the grace of the Lord. You talk like that. I say you talk like that. You talk like that. Don't be intimidated by anything in your life. Because you, the presence of God is with you. I want you to be confident in the Lord tonight. Because that will determine your 2022. Because people are so depressed out there. They don't know what to do. But God said you have a light. Meaning you are coming to bring an answer. Christian, we are not a question, we are an answer. So in this broken world, we need to bring the truth. We need to bring hope to the people. To say Jesus Christ is the answer. Jesus Christ is the Lord. He rose from the dead. He's the answer to sin. You know, I've been bound with this sin for so long. But I'm bound yourself. Why do, you, why, why do you let it bound you for so many years? He said it's for freedom that Christ has set you free. So Christ has already set you free. Say, I am free. I am free. I am free. I am free. In the name of Jesus. Oh. One thing that depresses people is that they have the wrong understanding of the word. Hallelujah. Let me, let me read you a scripture, then I'm going to start to go on what God is saying for 2022. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, verse 9, 1 Corinthians 2, 9, you guys love that scripture. I'm sure most of you, you have quoted it in your life at least once. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 2, 9, put it on the PowerPoint and let's read. 1 Corinthians 2, 9. Can we read it? He said, but as it is written, let's read it. But as it is written, eyes have not seen, nor hear, heard, nor have entered into the heart of men the thing which God has prepared for those who love him. How many people know that scripture? You like it, eh? But you know your problem is that this scripture you think is for the future. Yes. So whenever something God say, he will do things in my life that eyes have not seen. That's why you are depressed, because he is not doing that. 
and you continue to say it and you don't see anything after many years. And those things that eyes have not seen never come to you. Now some people say, no, he's talking about heaven. They are so discouraged. They say, I think when we come to heaven. But the verse, you know what? Every time you read in the Bible, in the New Testament, I say, it is written. It means it's a quote from the Old Testament. That's your key there. When they say it is written, it means it's a quote from the Old Testament. But the problem is that we hear minister quote that to us, but we never take time for us to read that. Read verse 10. It will tell you something. Go to verse 10. Just 10 verse. We, don't, we never read that one. He said, but God has revealed them to us. No, no, no. Come on now. Think that eyes have not seen. Ears have not. He said, but God has revealed it to us through the Spirit. Ah, ah, ah. So you, the thing that you are prophesying is already revealed. He said, God has revealed it. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the this thing of God. Let's go on. Verse 11. For what man knows the thing of man except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. So, the thing that eyes have not seen has already been done. It's not something that God is going to do. Can I tell you something that eyes have not seen and ear have not heard? It was written in the Old Testament, a virgin being pregnant with a child. Heard have not heard, eyes have not seen. A virgin being pregnant and giving birth. But God has revealed that to us, that in Christ Jesus, ah, <laughs> something that is revealed to you is that if any man is in Christ, is he, he is a new creation. Amen. The old is gone. Now everything. Old Testament people did not understand that. But now it revealed to us through the spirits. It revealed to us. It revealed to us. How can somebody have the person of the Holy Ghost dwelling in him? It eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. But this thing are revealed to us. Do you know the scripture where God says he gives the spirit without measure? Huh? Do, do, do you know that what he's talking about there? Man of God, come. Now, this is his head. These are his legs. But now when he comes as a person, he's without measure. The totality of his person is without measure. So when he says he gives the spirit without measure, it means the person of the Holy Ghost, the fullness of the Holy Ghost will come. Not like in the Old Testament where it comes upon people so that they can kill the Philistine, where it comes upon people so that they can take a gate. Now the person of the Holy Ghost dwells in you. He gives him without measure. Now you are praying, Lord, give me your spirit without measure. <laughs> what, what kind of prayer is that? It's the person of the Holy Ghost. Now, the benefit of the New Testament is that the person of the Holy Ghost is with us. He's 
not coming as a wind. He's not coming as, as, as oil. He's a person of the Holy Ghost. He's revealed to us. He walks with you. He talks to you. Hey, he can touch me. Oh, the Holy Ghost. I say the person of the Holy Ghost. He will lead you. I read the scripture and it blew my mind. He said, when the spirit come, he will tell you the things yet to come. I say, oh my Lord. Ah, help me. He said, he will speak to you about the things to come. It means that he has a mouth to speak to you. He will sit to, with you and explain to you scripture. Many of the mistakes that the church is doing is that the Holy Ghost has become an emotional thing. They don't know he's a person. They don't know they can have a relationship with him. They don't know they can walk with him. They think the Holy Ghost is falling. No, the Holy Ghost is a person. Ah, the Holy Ghost is a person. The Holy Ghost is a person that is active here on earth today. The Holy Ghost is the one here. It's not Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit. The I can show you many places where the Bible says Jesus has gone and sat in the heavens. But he said, the gift that my father promised, I will give to you. And on the day of Pentecost, the Bible says that the Holy Ghost came in. So today, the person that you have relationship with is the Holy Spirit. But the catch is here. The Holy Ghost reveals to you Jesus. So 2022 is a year of fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Your fellowship with the Holy Ghost will determine your level of success. I don't want to be caught by surprise. So let me announce what the year is about. 2022, the Spirit of the Lord communicated to me that for this body that is with us, 2022 is a year of harvests, acceleration, and great recovery. Oh, I don't know if you hear what I'm saying. I said 2022 will be the year of harvests, acceleration, or speed, and great recovery. Oh, can we give a big hand to our Lord? Oh, you are not excited. I said you are not excited. I say you are not excited. God is going to do things that are going to blow your mind. Yes. God is going to do things that are going to blow your mind. Because you are in the year of harvest. You are in the year of speed. And a great recovery. Yes, you will see it with your eyes. I say you will see it with your eyes. Hey. If you can take out a curfew for you to be here, what is impossible to you? Harvests. Somebody say harvests. Harvest. 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 There are scriptures. Matthew chapter number 9, verse 37 to 38. Matthew 9, 37 to 38. Can we read? Matthew 9, 37 to 38. These are the scriptures that will sustain the harvest. Matthew 9, 37 to 38. He said, then he said to the disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Verse 38. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvests. The harvest is a time where souls are won to the Lord. But the harvest also 
is a time where God gives you the harvest of all your sowing in the kingdom. So, so, so this year, try to preach the gospel, people will be saved. Yes. You will see that people will come into the kingdom so fast because Jesus is coming soon. So, so, so the, the gospel needs to be preached. Finish the time where Christians are selfish, where they don't share the gospel. Now God is putting you in a mission. God is commissioning you tonight as harvesters. Go into the highways, byways, and preach the gospel. Into your workplaces, wherever you find yourself, preach the gospel. Because the harvest is right. God is commissioning us to be agents of the gospel. To preach the gospel. To speak the gospel. He said the laborers are few. Pray for the master of the harvest to bring in laborers. It means that the, the, the world is so ripe. But few are the people that take the courage to preach the gospel. I talk about harvest. Harvest sowing. Suddenly, you receive what God says. Acceleration. I'm going quickly. Acceleration. There will be acceleration in every area of life, but acceleration in eschatologic events. Events that forestell the coming of the Lord. We will see an acceleration in the eschatology in the year 2022. You see, you, you, I don't even need to go into details, but when you talk about uh, earthquake, when you talk about uh, fires, when you talk about, there will be an acceleration. If you think 2021 there was disasters, you, you will be blown away. Because Jesus said before he comes, these things are going to happen. And because he's coming soon, these things are going to happen. If you take countries like America, they will, be toast, they, will, they, will, they will have a lot of catastrophe there because Jesus is coming and not that only them, but everywhere. Hallelujah. You, you, you will see, even, even in the next few hours of this year, you will hear report, news reports of things happening. Because Jesus is coming. He said, when you hear this thing, don't, don't lose heart. But look up for your Redeemer. is coming. That's why you need to have a walk with the Holy Ghost. In this year, I pray that you will not do anything that is not instructed by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I pray that every detail of your life you may consult with the Holy Ghost and ask him, Holy Spirit, must I do this? Must I do this? Holy Spirit, even when you go to buy something, sometimes you need to consult with him uh, because you might involve yourself into the wrong thing. Now, be, be careful that the Holy Ghost will be your senior partner in everything you do. Don't just do things because the time is so precious. You might find yourself in trouble because of your own doing. If you read in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter number 24, verse 48, it talks about the things that are going to happen. You can go and read it home, and you will see these things are going to happen. These things are going to happen. I'm telling you, these things are going to happen. Remember, last year on the 31st, we were not here, but I told you from the broadcast, uh, that some people are going to die, not because we are agents of death, death, but I, want, I told you that, that serious ministers of God are going to die this last year. I told you, on 2021. 
Now, you must understand something that, that, that the death of those people was a changing of generation. Yes. There is a generation that has finished its labor and it needs to exit so that a generation may come in. Because you guys think it's about how many, how many years you live. No, it's not about that. It's about finishing the work. It's not about the length. It's about the quality. So, so, so you guys are so hooked up on, 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 on the length that you miss on the assignments. So, so there is a generation that has just ushered us into the supernatural and they are exiting this world so that a new generation can, can harvest from where you didn't sow. That's what was happening. And that will carry on happening in 2022. You will see a lot of exit. Not because necessary people are being punished by God, but because God says that the time is finished. I'm raising up people so that they can take your, fill your place. God is a strategic God. Some of the people, the devil has studied them so much, he wants to get them in 10 years. God takes them before that and he does not know what to do. Hallelujah. Amen. I say hallelujah. Amen. Now there will be acceleration in personal lives. God is saying to me, there will be an acceleration in the manifestation of the power of the Spirit upon individuals. The gift of the Spirit, the gift of miracles will not have a secret for many people in the kingdom anymore. You see, before, you needed an apostle to perform miracles. Now, you need somebody as the grassroots. You need somebody that is born again to perform miracles. You need somebody that proclaimed Jesus Christ to perform miracles. You know, finish the time of just the prophet or the apostle. We come into a place where it's a, it's a movement of a sense. The body of Christ rising up and doing what God has called them to. Acceleration. Acceleration. I say Acceleration. Somebody say acceleration. Acceleration. Some people are going to enter the ministry overnight because, because the Lord has sheltered them for many years and is going to put them on the stage overnight. It will be like in the book of 2 Kings, chapter number 7, verse 10. When Elisha announced the end of a drought, some people didn't believe. But he said, by this time tomorrow. I said, by this time tomorrow. So we have done harvest, acceleration. I will go through this thing on the Sundays to come. Recovery. Joel chapter number 2, verse 25, 20. He said, I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. Yes, I'm glad to say this because some of you have lost hope because you think it's over. But God said, even what is digested is not over yet. He didn't say, I will restore to you the years that the locusts just ate. He said, the years that they have, it means digested and passed. So it's not in the system anymore. But he said, I, God, I have the power to call it back. To bring it back to the system so I can vomit it again. 
So there is hope in Jesus Christ. I say, I don't know where you are and what is going on in your life. Tonight, I'm here to tell you, it's not over until God says it's over. I say, there is hope in Jesus Christ. And God is going to lift you. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord is about to swim through the life of somebody and give you something that you didn't deserve in the natural. It's going to put it in your hand and we're going to ask, Lord, why are you blessing me with sin? I don't know how to handle it. He said, I will equip you to handle it. I'm not, I'm not looking for people that are equipped. I'm looking for people that are willing and available so that I can equip them for them to do the job that I've called them. Listen, listen to me. 2022, acceleration. Say speed. 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 Huh. Yes. Yes. God is going to give speed to some people. He's going to give speed to them. And I trust that you will receive these things. Speed to people. I say speed. Ooh. God is going to give speed. He's going to give speed. Hallelujah. You will enter this thing, as I say, with your dedication, with your Holy Ghost, and with your, your spirit of meditation. And I want you to say with me, say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus give, us give us rest in this year. In this Make, our Make our journey successful, successful. and keep us from evil. The scripture for the year 2022 will be in the book of Psalm 102, verse 3, verse 13. And anytime, anytime you are thinking of a year, quote this scripture, 100, Psalm 102, verse 13. I want us to read it. No, 102, verse 13. Psalm 102, verse 13. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, no, Psalm 102. You are giving me Joel. Psalm 102, verse 13, verse 1 and 3. Verse 13. Psalm 102. If you want to find it there. Okay, let's read. You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. I want you to say with me, say my time has come. Say my time has come. To be favored by the Lord. To show forth his glory. But we witness a lot of perversion among spiritual leaders. That's why we need to pray for our spiritual leaders. Even among the women of God. I had a vision and I pray that that will not happen. Where I saw a woman calling herself a prophetess. And she said to the people, they must behold her nakedness and they will have the anointing. And the Lord said, this is a perversion. This is a level of perversion that is in the church. 
Men of God saying to people, if I sleep with you, you will get the anointing. That level of perversion is already in the church. And you will see this thing accelerating because God is going to make a clear difference between his children and the children of the devil. Many will fall, but many will arise. Some trees will be uprooted because not in line with the door. I also have a vision about that where I saw a tree. You know those trees that they do Christmas with? How do you call those trees? The, the natural one. Huh? Palm tree. Pine. Pine tree. Thank you. I learned something again. So, I saw somebody cutting one. And I said, no, don't cut this tree. And he said, I have to cut it. I said, why? He said, it's not in line with the door. I said, what do you mean? He said, I will plant another one. So I said, but this tree has taken 30 years to grow. Why do you cut it like that? And he looked at me, smile, and he said, peace. I will plant another one that will grow as quick and reach this level. So this is a terrifying word. But what I'm trying to tell you is that not only that people, some people will be just uprooted because they are not in line with the gospel, but things in your life that are not of God will be uprooted. So God is saying that this is a year where he's going personal to uproot things that have bound you for years. It's going to give you a sudden breakthrough over the thing that you've been struggling with. Overnight, those things will disappear from your life because the master himself is coming to remove those things from your life so that you can grow. Yes. God will give to many people a new way of operating. He will give to many people a new new ideas of businesses where they will step from one business to another one uh, because, because the one they were doing, the time is over and they thought they will do it for life but in the spirit there is a season that has shifted already and they are still holding on that thing and God says, I'm going to give you a new idea and it's going to usher you into things that you never thought before. Now the prophecy that God gave you and he says you're going to be blessed. Maybe you think this business will bless me but God is saying, I'm changing the, the, the setup and I'm going to give you an idea overnight that is going to usher you into the greatness because there is no time anymore to waste. We cannot wait for 30 years for you to be raised up in the kingdom. Now, you need to be raised up overnight and go and do the work of God. Yeah, there's no time anymore. There's no time anymore for, for, to wait for 10 years to be prepared by God. Now the time is now. God will just push you into the thing. So as you go, God will empower you to go. Thank you, Jesus. I say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Que la brosse ta 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 che. Hey, paracuste que libre sa. Que bolo brosa. Hi proko sande me que chita biraste hi sa. Embroko so de be 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 be. Some of the prayers that you have been doing, God is changing your pattern. 
you have been praying for a change and change never came. But God said, as I open your eyes over the things of the spirit, the change that you were longing for is coming to you. I said, the change that you were longing for is coming to you right now. The spirit of the Lord is going to put you to a place where he fights for you. There are some people that need rest in the battle. It's like you've been battling all your life from one crisis to another one, from one thing to another one. It feels like when you think you are delivered, something else happened. But the Lord is saying as a messenger of the Lord that is putting an end to the cycle of a demonic in your life, of the evil in your life, and is putting you to a place of freedom so that you may lie down in green pastures and enjoy the fatness of the land as the Spirit has already told you. Chains that are not supposed to be there are falling. I say chains that are not supposed to be there are falling. Because the spirit of the Lord is arising within you. The power of God is arising and God is giving you something. God is putting, you, putting something in your hands right now that will cause you to have a successful year. Are you going to meditate on the things of God? Stop meditating on the things of the devil. Fear, anxiety, worries. Stop meditating on those things. It makes you grow old. Hallelujah. Because it tires you for nothing. You carry burden that you are not supposed to carry. You carry loads that you are not supposed to carry. He said, cast your care upon me because I care for you. And Jesus is telling us tonight to learn to cast our care upon him. We have become so, so bound with the soul dimension that we don't know that the spirit rules the soul. So everything in our soul has become the driving force in our lives. Where it's about our emotions. It's about this one did that to me. That one does not like me. This one gossip about me. What about you? Be free. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I say be free. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. There is a place in life that is called the place of abundance. Amen. He said, you led us through the fire. You led us, you let people ride on our back, but at the end you brought us to a place of plenty. So there is a place in your life where people ride on your back because you are just ignorant. Because you take all the loads. If they say something to you, it becomes a burden. Uh, somebody say, I don't love you. You will not sleep the whole night. He does not love me. Oh, why does he say he does not love me? You turn in your bed. Why? 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 Oh, he looked me strangely. Why did he look me like that? Why did he look like You go into the night and you turn, turn. Oh, why did they say that to me? You turn, turn. Then when you wake up in the morning, I have a headache. Why don't you have a headache? You didn't sleep because of people. While they are sleeping, you are turning in your bed because of what they told you. Throw it off. Throw it off. You are too blessed. Let me tell you something. If people don't gossip about you, it means you do nothing. Yes. When there is a wind, the tall trees are the ones that get the wind. The small trees don't get anything. And can I tell you that that a one that gossip about you, it means that in the spirit you are, you are higher than that person. No, you don't gossip about somebody below. You gossip up. (laughs) 
So when, 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 they are, when they are gossiping about you, say, oh God, I'll thank you. The day they come to where I am, they will stop gossiping. Because they don't know. They don't know. I said, they don't know. You know, as a pastor, people think they can do better than you. They sit in my house. Why is he taking this decision? Why is he making that? Come and read, run this church for a week. You will see what is going to happen to you. Because you think that we are just sleeping and making decisions. We sit with the Holy Spirit. We sit with the Holy Ghost. While some of you are sleeping, we are not sleeping. Let me tell you something. If people gossip about you, bless them. In fact, stop praying that your enemy may die. It's a witchcraft prayer. Die, 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 stop that. Everybody dies, you are alone, alive. Are you going to enjoy life? He said, bless your enemies. Because your enemy propels you into destiny. Yes, that's why Jesus called Judas my friend. Because Judas was helping him to the cross while Peter was stopping him from going to the cross. He said to Peter, sit and be me, my friend, kiss me. <laughs> this year, change your whole attitude. I say change your whole attitude. Amen. There will be restoration in marriages. Amen. My God, my God, thank you. Help me, help me. Help me, help me, help me. Dead, dead feelings in marriage will come back. Amen. And God is going to bond people in marriages so that they can pray and be in unity. Amen. What the enemy has tried so hard to destroy, God will put an end to it. Amen. But God is asking you to position yourself. It means... Open your heart toward the other person. And ask God to pour his love in you for the person. And the spirit is going to restore completely what was lost. Some of you, you are enduring your marriage now. You are, it has become a burden. It's quiet, but it's the truth. It's a burden. Some of you, it's not a burden. But it's just that you are just good friends. You are prayer partners. There's nothing else. Oh, you know what the Lord is doing. Oh, Shabbat. You know what the Lord is doing. These are good stuff. But it's not all there is in marriage. You have hidden yourself into spirituality. And you are not living the life God wants you to live. Hallelujah. You have become so spiritual. That your husband and your wife don't does get nothing from you except from spirituality. If you want to be spiritual, why did you get married? Position yourself. I say position yourself. Uh, guys, give me an amen because you understand. Aha. Hallelujah. God is on the move. I tell you, God is on the move. The kingdom is shifting. The kingdom is coming to a place of grace. Now we're going to stand up and pray. Hallelujah.
We're going to pray for those things. I want you to pray. Please, we have a few minutes for midnight, and then we're going to end up. Are you blessed? Yeah. I say, are you blessed? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. With a green. I ask you to sit because some of you are sleepy. I saw your eyes. You really sunk. And then you say, oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're lying. Lady, I saw something in the spirit. I saw the grace of the Lord descending upon you. And the Lord is telling me to ask you to be on your knees in this year. And doors that were shut will start to swing open in front of you. And you're going to start to experience something that you have never experienced before because your heart is crying for the things of God, for the things of the Spirit, and you want a greater manifestation of God's glory in your life. And the Spirit of the Lord is saying that he heard your prayer and he wants you to be on your knees and is going to manifest himself in you so that his power may stream through you because you are called by God and the grace of the Lord is upon you and God will manifest himself to you and in you so that the word that he has put upon your mouth may be word of grace. I see in the spirit the Lord giving you the grace even of a word of knowledge that you may be able to understand circumstances that a normal person will not understand. But the grace of the Lord is there. The battles, God is helping you with your battles. He's giving you grace. Is helping you with your battles. Is helping you with your battles. Is helping you with your battles. The grace of the Lord is coming upon you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is a time, they call it, I don't know what it means. I heard in my spirit, the age of silver. What is that? Silver. The age of silver. There are some people, God say, you are entering the age of silver. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I know what it is. He said it's the age of purification. And he said that it's not a purification to kill you. It's a purification for greater grace. So it's going to set you on a motion and the spirit of holiness will set upon you. And you will enter that grace of silver in your life. And the Spirit of the Lord is going to do unusual things in your life. And you're going to see the power of God. You're going to see the power of God like never before. Bring it to me. The Spirit of the Lord is moving in the room already. Hey, I see people. I see even over your hands. I see some people standing here over your hand. God says he has blessed your hand and trained you for war. And you're going to enter a place where you're going to enter a realm of warfare, but not warfare against the devil. The warfare I'm talking about here is a, is a place where God will usher you into destiny and the resistance will fall off because God is going before you. So, so this time, the warfare God is talking about is not that you're going to fight, but God said, I'm going before you. You just follow me and you will see the release in, in your life. The power of God is upon your life. There are some people I'm seeing right now in my spirit. I'm seeing some people in my spirit. The grace, the grace of the Lord is so much and so strong upon you right now as I'm speaking. You're going to, you're going to experience angelic manifestation. 
Some of the people, you have trust God. You have prayed that God may manifest himself to you in a different way. And he says, this year, I'm turning the tables around and I'm entering your house and my power will be manifested to you. There, there are people here, you are going to be surprised because overnight, news about your ministry will stream through region. And you will say to the Lord, Lord, I'm not even prepared for that. And the Spirit of the Lord says, it is my time in your life. It is my time in your life. It is my time in your life. Some of you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Closed doors are going to be open. I say closed doors. This is a year where closed doors are going to be open in front of you. you. You're going to see it. 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 Fire of the Holy Spirit. You're going to see it. The power of God is upon her right, right there. Hmm. 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 Thank you, Jesus. The eyes of an eagle. The eyes of an eagle. The eyes of an eagle. There is a prophetic dimension in which you're going to enter. This year, it's a prophetic dimension in which you're going to enter like never before. The Spirit of the Lord is going to manifest Himself in you so strongly that you'll be able, you'll be able uh, to see things that people don't see. There's a, there's a prophetic dimension that is coming upon some of the people right now as I'm speaking. The power of God is at work in your life. I said the power of God is at work in your life. Whoa, the power of God is at work in your life. Father, thank you for engineering something in the spirit right now uh, that people are going to enter rest. People are going to enter rest. People are going to enter rest. God will give you rest, my daughter. God is going to give you rest for your, from your battles. Whoa, the arrows that the enemy fought at you the last year and he thought he had you. God says, I'm going to turn this arrow into victory. You see, God is going to catapult you into the realm of glory, even in your own ministry. God is going to catapult you and he's going to give you rest. He's going to give you rest. I see the spirit of rest coming upon you right now. I see the spirit of rest coming upon you. The power of God is coming upon you. The spirit of rest. The spirit of rest is coming upon people. Some of the people you have struggled. You have struggled. You have fought with a beast and you have overcome. And God said, I'm giving you rest right now. There are many people in that, in that, in that, that God is giving you rest. God is giving you rest. You have gone through, 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 through a season of testing like never before. And, and you, were, you were even doubting. You said, Lord, I have done it all. Why am I still tested like that? The Lord said, I'm giving you rest right now. The rest is coming in your spirit right now. And you're going to enjoy sweet fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And something is going to break. And you're going to enjoy the power of God like never before. Help the people. Have 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 them. You see, the Lord says, the Lord says, my friend, the Lord says, don't neglect the worship in your private studio. Because the Lord says that I'm enjoying a sweet sound. But I'm longing to see you and we hear from you again like before. I'm longing to see and hear again like before. 
so that you may be able to assure a fresh thing. You have come to a place of your life where God wants you not only to do the music, but God wants you to release sounds in the atmosphere from your house. God wants sound to be released. And as you take just your guitar and you start to play, angels, angels are going to enter, angels are going to enter into movement and the power of God is going to hit. Oh God, listen, one day, God, you, when you stand before God, you will be surprised at what he's going to tell you. If you are faithful on doing what I'm saying, you're going to release people in ministry without knowing them. You're going to release people into calling without knowing them because of a sound that will emanate from where you are. And God says that the sound will travel. It will be like a frequency that traveling and connecting with people even when they don't know you and you are raising them up. This is a path God for you. Hey! Who? My sister, lift up your hand. You that fold your hands like this. Yeah, with a mask. Yeah, lift up your hands. Let the glory of God come upon you right now. Let the power of God come upon you, sister. Now! Help her, help her. Wow. Jesus. I hear in my spirit. I want that to pray, but it's five minutes to go. The Lord says, I'm giving gifts. He said, I'm giving gifts. I'm giving gifts. I want you to open your hands and put your hands in front of you like that. And say, Lord, I receive. Whatever you have planned for me tonight, I receive it now. I receive it now. I receive it now. Oh, it's going to move in the house in the name of Jesus. Right now. Father, put in the hands grace, favor, the anointing. They are anointed to arise above the level in which they are. Right now, it's coming upon you. It's coming upon you. It's coming. Get ready in the room. It's coming upon you. This, this, is, this is the beginning of our year 2022 that God is ushering you into the motion of the power of the Holy Ghost. Of the power of the Holy Ghost. Right now, take. Help them, help them, help them, help them, help them, help them, help them. May the Lord God be with you, my, my sister. Come, come. May the Lord God assure you into grace, help them. May the Lord God fire the Holy Ghost. May the Lord God assures you. Oh, may you have an exponential growth in your church, growth in the members within themselves. I'm not necessarily talking just numbers. I'm talking about growth within themselves. Growth within themselves. That the work that you do may bear fruit. Fruit that will remain. Fruits. You're going to sleep and you will have a dream. And God will invade you. I see, I see the power of God. I see God doing something new in your life. You are in the time of a release. The Lord is releasing something upon your life. Oh, this is a release, this is a release. You are in the time of release. You are in the time of release. The work, the hard work is being rewarded. The hard work is being rewarded. What is done in the secret is being rewarded. In plain sight, the hard work is being rewarded. Father, reward. Reward the work that is done in the secret. Reward the word that, that, that reward the work that is done in the secret. That people may, 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 may enter grace right now. Take!
There are some people that stand here, you think nothing happened to you. No, you are lying. You are exposed to the glory of God tonight. Amen. I say you are exposed to the glory. When you go home, you realize that something has completely shifted. I say something has completely shifted in your life. Can we give a big hand to our Lord? Can we give a big hand to our Lord? <laughs>